Welcome to Giant Cocktails Happy Hour, a podcast where two amateur mixologists introduce homemade cocktails and discuss what makes each one a giant hit. Now, here are your hosts, Finn and Matthew Henry. Hey, all you cocktail connoisseurs and amateur alchemists. I'm Matthew Henry, the Baron of Bitters, the Duke of Daiquiris, and your guide to gustatory greatness. Beside me is the unparalleled Ben Henry, this week's General of the Jigger and Jive. Fasten your seatbelts and prepare your palates as we shake, stir, and sometimes even serenade our way through the fascinating world of mixology from age-old classics to inventive new creations we're all about the perfect pour and the joy of the journey so grab your favorite glass and let's get mixing on this week's giant cocktails happy hour cheers to good times how's it going general General, I'm the general of music. I was always going to go like doo 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 Not just music. You're the general of the jigger and jive. I'm the general of the jigger and the jive. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you're a general of two different things. That's a, this is a, there's a lot going on here. I'm no longer on the ocean. I'm not a I'm not a commodore or an admiral or a captain. I'm now I'm I'm now leading I'm leading the troops on on the ground. I'm a general. Yes. But we're dancing. Yes. We're dancing. Which is fun in itself, right? Yeah, yeah. And we're jiving, and I, 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 I think jive is kind of like a vibe. So we're vibing. Yeah, you know what? I'm vibing. I'm vibing pretty. I'm I'm vibing pretty well, actually. Yeah, it's okay. been a it's been a good week. You know, um, you know, I don't know. Things happened. Um, oh yeah, school is back and started up for all of my kids. Um, my kid is going to the local college, so I didn't have to drive them off to anywhere. I just, you know, I just kind of like drop kick them out the door and say, see you in the evening. Uh, (laughs) but the house is now empty during the days. Well, besides me and all my pets, but you know, so yeah, so it's good. It's good. It's kind of getting back into the normal, back into the swing of things. How about you? How are you doing? Well, I, I'm emotionally still a little, a little uh, on edge. Mm. Uh, I, I did drive great distances to drop my kids off at college right. uh, this last week. And, um, you know, there were tears and, uh, and, mm. and, and, you know, second thoughts at the last you know, minute <laughs> right. and just all the things and uh, that they don't tell you about when you're like looking through the literature about what to do to send your kid to college. And mm. uh, fortunately though, it all ended well, other than the fact that I left them in a tropical storm. You know, I was like, I was like, Hey, the storm's coming. See you later. Don't get wet. Right. And I just took off. Right. So I, you know, I mean, these are the kids that I've raised to adulthood and then I just abandoned them in the middle of a uh, natural disaster. So there's that. I mean, they're adults. They'll be fine. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I mean. That's what I keep telling myself. (laughs) 18-year-olds are known for being level-headed and making the right decisions, even at the worst of times, Matthew. So I don't know what you're so worried about. Adults are adults, and they're going to adult. Despite your best efforts, they're going to survive. 
I didn't kill them in 18 years. So, you know, you think one tropical storm is going to do that? No. Are you right. kidding me? Exactly. Exactly. I do want to apologize. You know, I was so eager to move into my son's room to record and I tried to put up the old sound barrier kind of stuff. Yeah. Clearly not good enough yet. So right. I am certain that you're hearing a little bit of an echo and I, I apologize for that. Uh, I will try to rectify that by next week, but no promises. Uh, you know, we'll just do the best we can until it sounds decent. Right. You're just going to have to suffer through it, listener. Well, Matthew, yes. I, I will do my best to make you sound better when I'm editing this particular show. Um, I'm not very good at editing yet, though, so we'll see how that goes. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, I, so I do have a question for you. All right. Uh, I, you know, was dry. I drove, I can't even, I, over a thousand miles. This, this, mm-hmm. this like week, I, I don't, I didn't do the exact mileage, but right. well over a thousand miles. Right. And a lot of time, you know, my, my, my son and my daughter went in one car and I drove in the other and my wife was the smartest out of everyone. And she flew and met us down there. <laughs> and so I, uh, had the car to myself. And so, you know, I was just listening to lots of different things. And so I wanted to hear from you when you go on a long road trip. What do you listen to? What do I listen to? Uh, I think this is like a trick question, right? Uh, Obviously, I listen to Giant Cocktails and Giant Cocktails Happy Hour because who doesn't like to listen to themselves talk? Exactly. I I listened to I even went back and listened to episode one and two while I was driving. Oh, man. Oh, man. That's brutal. Yeah. Listeners, I I know we told you to go back and look for like one of Ben's cocktails last week. The bloody colon. Thank yes, you. Yes, the bloody colon. Uh, don't go back. Just, just <laughs> let that that just fade into history because you think that my echoing right now sounds bad. Uh, listener, please don't go back and listen to episodes one. Or- I, you know what? Here's here's what I'll do. I think the bloody colon is a fine cocktail. I mean, I'll admit I was a little bit out on uh, a limb there with the name. But I'm going to go ahead and drop the the recipe for the bloody colon in the show notes to this show so that people don't have to go back and listen to that episode. And that was a baseball episode, right? Because back in the day, we weren't splitting it up into two different shows. So I will I'll put the recipe in the show notes of, of this show so you don't have to go back and listen to it. Okay. So that's what I listen to. I listen to myself. All right. Well, I, you know, I did listen to our podcast. I saved the episodes that we recorded last week. I did not listen to them until I was on the road because I really wanted something to listen to. And then I listened to every single Giants uh, podcaster out there. Um, yes, even even those guys and, and those two. Yep. Yep. And, uh, you know, that's oh. I just did. I listened to them all. Uh-huh. And then and then, you know, because I still had like two or three or more hours at least of driving, I listened to 49ers. Did you know that Kyle Shanahan really wants Trey Lance to just let it rip? Uh, Did you know that, Ben? I, I, I did know that because... Because every podcaster, <laughs> uh, San Francisco 49er podcaster knew that. Yeah. And they yeah. really wanted to talk about it. And so I got to listen to hours of how Trey Lance should just let it rip. And then I watched a Saturday night's game and alas, folks, he did not let it rip. <laughs> oh. And so I, I don't know what to tell you. It's, uh, but this is not a 49er podcast. So I um, just, just you know, podcasts in general. I listen. I even listen to Elise Myers. 
you know, uh, mm-hmm. which was a lot of fun. And uh, so I learned, I got to listen to new stuff. So That's cool. road trips are great. And, you know, I used to listen to music, um, but now I'm, I'm old and I just listen to podcasts. Mm. So, yeah, just like our grandpas did back in the day. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Listen to the podcasts. Well, they listen to talk radio. You know what time it is? Is it that time? It's that time. Time for tip, tip of, of the day. day. Tip of the day, Ben. Tip of the day. Today's tip is herbs. Did you know that fresh herbs can elevate a cocktail from good to great? That is the tip today. Use them. Use them kind widely. And the reason I'm saying that is because my cocktail today does use an herb. I'm using rosemary, for example, basil, thyme. There are a lot of other herbs out there that add a really nice complexity, especially during the summer uh, cocktails that uh, I've been uh, I've been talking about for the last several weeks. Um, you can you know utilize these herbs to make it uh, to just kind of take your drink to the next level, and they add this nice little herbaceous uh, you know flavor to it. And um, something that, you know, we don't, you know, you could actually just add it to pretty much any cocktail, you know, like a daiquiri, for example, you could add basil, you know, or thyme as in, and put it in the shaker and shake it. And then you get this kind of basil, you know, undernotes as you're sipping your daiquiri. There's just uh, so many things you can do. And so I would just encourage you, especially during the summer months when, you know, the, the herbs are, are very prevalent in the stores to just, you know, try some, go out and experiment a little bit. And uh, today, for example, I'm, like I said, I'm doing the rosemary and I'll talk a little bit about that, that when my drink comes, but use herbs. Don't be afraid of them. That is the tip of the day, Ben. I love this tip. There you go, folks. You heard it here first. Matthew said experiment with herb. (laughs) I did, didn't I? (laughs) If you are of drinking age, you are also of experimenting with with herb herb age. age. (laughs) Uh, Just say do that in the uh, privacy of your home and you're good to go. I've never heard of these varieties, though. Basil, thyme, rosé marie. (laughs) These are all these are all these are all varietals of which I am not familiar Rosé Marie is, you know, it's it's she she's very very close to the Mary Jane. <laughs> oh, right, right. They they both have outlandish names. They get along. All right, yes. interesting. Uh, no, I actually agree. This is a great tip. Uh, yeah, throw throw some any one of these into your into your shaker. Although I would say go easy on the rosemary if you're doing that. Um, also, you have to double strain with the rosemary. Uh, but muddle muddling basil is great. Uh, you can also make tinctures out of these, which is just like high proof vodka with the herb sitting in it for like a long time, and then you strain it out, and then it keeps for like forever. So yeah, you yeah. can you can look that up on the internet's tinctures. Good tip. Another way of getting herbs into your drinks is to actually uh, create simple syrups with it. So. You know, a thyme simple syrup, for example, is really, really good and, you know, could even be used in something like a gin old fashioned or something like that. So don't be afraid to use herbs and experiment uh, and very similar to to cooking. You know, you just, you know, what what feels like goes good with, you know, the spirit and, uh, you know, there's an herb for everything. So feel free, experiment, go for it. Experiment with your herb. Experiment with your herb. All right. I like it. All right. And I I do believe that it's your turn to go first today. And before you get into your cocktail, uh, I probably should mention that uh, today's episode is in celebration 
of National Whiskey Sour Day, which is August 25th. And if I did my math right, this episode of Happy Hour will be published on the 24th. So when you listen to it, you still have a whole day to go out and get your ingredients and be prepared to celebrate National Whiskey Sour Day on Friday, August 25th. So Ben and I decided, you know what, we should actually just do whiskey sours. So uh, we have each prepared our own unique whiskey sour. And uh, Ben, I believe it's your turn to go first. So why don't you tell us what you're drinking today? Yes, today I am drinking a whiskey sour. And we have done a whiskey sour on the show before. We've also done, I believe, what I called a fancy sour. And we've done what we called a New York sour. And all of those are because the whiskey sour is actually one of my most favorite cocktails. It is actually the first cocktail that I ever started feeling confident enough to order and drink on a regular basis in a bar. If you don't count Coca-Cola and Jack Daniels. Yes, folks, (laughs) I used to be that guy. You know what? Sometimes I still am that guy because there's nothing wrong with that guy. You know, but I got more sophisticated and the whiskey sour was my first step along that journey. And so it still has a uh, I have a fond memories and a a place for it in my heart. Uh, And so today what I thought I would do is I would just take all of the things that you do to a whiskey sour just to make it a little bit more and do all of those things and add it to this cocktail. So today I am drinking a traditional whiskey sour plus plus plus. And I'm calling it Ben's Whiskey Sour, but I think it turns out this is also called a Greenwich Sour. Is that right, Matthew? Did that? We did we make that determination? I, I think we found stumbled across one that was. Very yeah, I, I basically reinvented something called the Greenwich uh, Sour. But uh, anyway, Ben's Whiskey Sour has two ounces of high proof rye whiskey. That is a requirement. Otherwise, you're not making Ben's Whiskey Sour. I am using Rittenhouse bottled in bond. You do you. There's plenty of other nice high proof rise out there. Um, some up on uh, higher shelves than the old Rittenhouse. Uh, but I'm using Rittenhouse. I'm also using an ounce of simple simple syrup and an ounce of lemon juice, creating a simple 2-1-1 sour. Those of you who like your whiskey, you can pull that back to three quarters of an ounce on both of those. Those of you who are just sour people in your hearts, which is appropriate in this case, you know, Keep the lemon juice at an ounce and drop back the simple syrup. You do you. But I'm doing a 2-1-1 today. I then added to that two dashes of Angostura bitters and the egg white of one small egg. People, I don't know about you, but I don't have small eggs in my refrigerator. I got these double-A double a large that look like they were laid by ostriches. Okay? There are no small eggs in my house. So whenever you see a recipe that calls for the egg white of one small egg, what do you do? Well, folks, what you do is you either ignore it. <laughs> that's that's the main that's the right answer. Yes, you ignore it. But if you wanted to go like if you wanted to know what that meant, it roughly means half an ounce or fifteen mils. Um, and uh, sorry, fifteen milliliters. Sorry, I got too got too into the lingo there. But but yeah, and, and that is definitely going to have leftovers of your egg whites if you are using um, uh, a normal egg that you buy at the grocery store, uh, unless you usually buy small eggs, and, and cool, cool for you. 
Um, you can also use egg white substitutes for this, like aquafaba or fake egg whites. Um, we didn't. You know, some people are scared of egg whites. They can make you sick, sick or something. I don't know. I'm not telling you to do it. I'm just telling you what I did. And then I put all of that into a shaker without ice, and I shake it vigorously for about five seconds. And this is called a dry shake, and it's meant to emulsify the egg, which just means make the egg foamy. And then you open up the shaker, and then you fill it up with the appropriate amount of ice, as you usually do. I like to fill up the pint glass in my Boston shaker nearly to the top. And then I shake that for uh, about 10 to 15 seconds until chilled. I then did a strain with a Hawthorne strainer in this particular case because I like the way that strains better with the egg whites than my usual straining device, which is a julep strainer. But either would be fine. I do not double strain, and I strain this into a rocks glass filled with fresh ice. You can do what's called a dirty dump and just let all of the ice that's already in your shaker go in, but uh, they're going to be a little pebbly, and they're also going to... Um, ice that has already been shaken this way is going to sweat more ice. Basically, it's going to melt faster and dilute your drink faster. But it's fine to go either way. Then once it's in the rocks glass, I take a little bit of red wine and I take a bar spoon and I put the bar spoon over the cocktail uh, with the tip of it up against the edge of the glass and then I pour the red wine gently onto the top of the, the upside down spoon, you know, the bowl of the spoon so that it runs down the bowl of the spoon, both off the sides and towards the glass. And then I kind of move that around the whole glass. And because I have this nice foamy drink, it's gonna create this kind of red, patchy, kind of beautiful pattern on the top of my cocktail. And the red wine is gonna slowly fall below the foam, and then it's gonna float on top of the rest of the cocktail. And it's gonna create this really cool triple layered effect. Uh, you can take a picture that Matthew has put up on the social medias if you wanna see what mine looks like. And then after that, you go ahead and garnish it with two brandied cherries. And so the things that I did in here that were a little bit extra than your normal whiskey sour were the bitters, the egg white, and the red wine float. Like all of those are kind of like optional additions. And there's a lot of cocktails that only just call for one. Uh, you know, I pulled out all the stops, Matthew, and I said, let's just do them all. And that's Ben's whiskey sour. And it creates a cocktail that tastes... It's a pretty, it's a pretty taste, you know? It's, it's very, very silky. It's silky as well as bright and a little bit dry from the, from the fruitiness uh, and dryness of the wine. But then you have the darker playing of, of the rye whiskey, which is very strong because you're going with a high overproof. And then you've got the sweet and tart from the simple syrup and the lemon. And it's just a very, very sophisticated union of all of these different flavors and effects from what is really a very simple and straightforward cocktail. It's kind of like, a, you know, it's kind of like a simpleton like me getting gussied up to go to the, the ball because the head of the company saw him sweeping the floor and said, you know what, that guy needs a break. I'm going to invite him to the ball, but doesn't realize I'm going to have to spend, a th you know, like hundreds of dollars on a suit. Sounds like a weird story I just wrote. Anyway, that's what I'm drinking. Ben's Whiskey Sour. All right. Well, that sounds that sounds great. I, I I think you know you talk about the egg white. Uh, first of all, like a large egg is about an ounce of egg white. So uh, you're basically saying half of a large egg, uh, which you know I think is fine. Like I said, though, I usually just ignore it and put the whole egg white in, and you get an extra foamy drink. 
that way, you know, and uh, I, I really do prefer my whiskey sours with the egg white, the mouthfeel and the, the um, just the creaminess that it adds is just brings it to a whole other level. So, uh, but you know, a lot of whiskey sour, especially you go to a bar, happy hour, whiskey sour, for example, is not going to have an egg white in it. Um, but you know, that's just the, the way it is. And so I, yeah, sounds really great. And the, the, the rye whiskey definitely, you know, is something that adds a punch there that, uh, that, you know, I think you were right to say that if you like that, then maybe dial back on, you know, the, the syrup. Uh, but, you know, I think with something high proof, two ounces of high proof rye, you know, you might want the full amount of, of, of sweetness in there to counteract that. You might. And I did. I did in my case. Yeah. But uh, you might not. You know, maybe yeah. maybe you've had a long day. You know, exactly. Exactly. You do you. Yeah. You All right. Well. I am drinking today a whiskey sour called the Ginger Rosemary Whiskey Sour. And as you might guess, it's got ginger and rosemary in it. And and it follows a very simple template of two ounces of bourbon, three quarter ounces of lemon juice, three quarter ounce of simple syrup, two to three slices of fresh ginger, and one sprig of rosemary. And uh, what you do is you put the ginger and rosemary into a shaker and you add the simple syrup and then you take a muddler and you just you just muddle the crap out of it. And you really get into it because the, the ginger is, is, you know, you need to really be rough with it uh, to, to extract the, uh, the, the flavor from the ginger. So you just just grind it, get in there and just just, you know, give it a little elbow grease uh, and then add the bourbon, the lemon juice. Uh, and I was thinking of you, Ben, as I was constructing this, because I did put in the simple syrup first. Then I added the lemon juice into my my uh, my jigger and rinsed it out with the lemon juice as I was pouring it in. And then I finished it off with the bourbon and just, you know, cleaned it all. And then I wiped it with a towel and I put it back in my cupboard. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Just like you said. That's right. See, no washing necessary. The, the alcohol cleans out the jigger. That's right. That's right. Just don't tell my wife that I did that. Uh, folks, um, this is Ben coming in a little bit later. Um, we On second listen, uh, we definitely recommend that you wash all of your utensils after using them, uh, especially if they've got raw, raw egg whites anywhere near them. Um, anyway, back to the show. Speaking of egg whites, I, I did put uh, an egg white in there, full egg white. I didn't measure it out. I just, you know... Cracked yeah. open an egg and dumped an egg white in there. And uh, then I took it without ice in the shaker and I just shook it violently for eh, five to 10 seconds. I really wanted that egg white to be foamy. And then I added ice and did it again and then strained it into a rocks glass with fresh ice. And I garnished it with a fresh chunk of ginger and a rosemary sprig. And what I really like about this one is just the 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 combination of the ginger and rosemary with the the traditional sour template really brings this whole level of herbaceousness and uh, a little zing to it with the ginger and it's just uh and and I did try this with rye as well I wanted to see what that was like and I 100% prefer the bourbon 
Uh, just the bourbon, because that spiciness of the ginger uh, doesn't need anything else to compete with it. So the the bourbon, which is much more mellow, uh, really kind of complements the ginger quite well. And uh, and the rosemary is really nice on the nose, especially if you use it as a garnish. And uh, it's a really creamy, beautiful, tasty whiskey sour. And I'm going to have another one after I'm done with this one because it was so good. But that's what I'm drinking today. Well, first of all, it looks very pretty. But also, I do want to mention, Matthew, you're supposed to put the garnishes on the glass, not on your nose. Well, that's true. But when you take a drink, your nose gets into the garnish. Mm, yeah, yeah. Also, I'm, I'm really glad that you, uh, you got rough with the ginger. Uh, <laughs> because, uh, because, no, I mean, you make a good point. I mean, there might be a joke buried in there. I, I'm too dumb to know. But if, you, uh, if you're muddling something like that, generally when you're muddling, you want to be gentle, right? Because you're, you're muddling very fragile or delicate um, items like a, like a fruit or, or another sort of leaf uh, herb. And, and really all you're trying to do is release the oils. In this particular case, when you're dealing with something like uh, fresh ginger, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be strong. It's a very fibrous, um, um, you know. I don't know what do you, is it an herb root root, yeah. And um, and it kind of needs that. It, it needs an aggressive muddle uh, to get the most out of it. And uh, and you really do want to work it so that it, you can have that spiciness. Which is there to balance the bourbon in this particular in this particular cocktail, and I absolutely agree. I, I think the rye would be would just be kind of overdoing it. Um, although I do notice that what you did here, you did you did you you're showing me up with the two ounces of bourbon and then three quarters ounces of lemon juice and three quarters of an ounce of simple syrup. Yeah, well, it, because it it didn't need as much sweetness and all that. To the, the bourbon is uh, not as uh, it doesn't punch you in the face as much as the rye. So I don't think you need as much, you know. There. Sure. Well, I mean, this is an absolutely uh, intriguing direction, and uh, I, I do find that it is it shows the versatility of something like the whiskey sour, right? Or all sours in general, really. Right. I mean, here are two very different cocktails, right? The tastes and the flavors and even the look of these two cocktails are going to be very, very different, right? Between what you made and what I made. But at their core, they're really the same thing, right? It's whiskey plus lemon juice plus simple syrup. And we also both went with the egg whites, um, which I think now today in most upscale bars, if you order a whiskey sour, that's how you're going to get it. Uh, I, I think in more, you know, uh, traditional bars, they're still staying away from the egg white. Uh, but I think it seems to me like the egg white and the whiskey sour is making a little bit of a comeback. I, I think in the, you know, around the turn of the century, it was really traditional to not have the egg white in the whiskey sour. That was something that the old timers did. But it's definitely, I think, making a comeback. And I think the preferred way, like in my in my estimation, yes, yeah, definitely a preferable way to have a whiskey sour with the egg white in it. Um, it really takes what is a, a simple drink and makes it very, very um, interesting just by changing the mouthfeel. Um, but yeah, but getting back to what I was saying before, like it, it just shows the versatility of this cocktail and how you can very easily make a different thing by just making some minor modifications, right? By taking either, you know, like the tip that you had today, which is like just adding some herbs, right? As a garnish, um, or maybe just throwing them in there and shaking it with them alongside the traditional ingredients. And you're going to have something very different. So, uh, yeah, I like this one a lot. And there you have it, folks. 
the ginger rosemary whiskey sour made by Matthew. And then Ben's whiskey sour. If you liked either of these cocktails enough to try them yourselves, I strongly encourage you to do. Hey, take a picture of it, you know, and send it to us on the social medias. I mean, you could just tell us about it, too. That's fine. Uh, but it'd be really cool if, if you send us a picture, because quite honestly, I don't think anybody's done that yet. Not one person <laughs> who's made our cocktails has taken a photo and sent it to us. That, that's not true. That's not <gasps> true. Scott. Scott took a does, picture? Uh, he takes several of them. And uh, he actually takes photos better than I do. And we do. So he's the only one. He's the only one, though. Nobody else is doing it. Be like Scott. Okay. Send us photos of your drinks. Right. Great. Great, Matthew. Great. Great. Be like Scott. Hi, Scott. And take a photo of it. Maybe your photos will be as good as Scott's, because Scott's photos are definitely better than ours. <laughs> and send it to us on the social medias. Or, or you could just tell us about it. You don't have to take a picture. Like, maybe it's ugly. Maybe, maybe you don't know how to work your camera phone. Maybe it's stuck in selfie mode, <laughs> like mine. But either way, let us know that you've done it. Let us know what you think of them. Let us know how you made them better. We love to interact with you guys on social media, and it really helps the show. You know what else helps the show? Matthew, it's your job. Tell them. Leaving a positive review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. That is correct. But you know what really helps more than anything? Is telling people. Word of mouth, people. You're keeping us a secret. And that's just rude, people. It's just rude to keep us away from all the people that need us. So let the sad people in your lives know that we exist. Anyway, we'll see you all next Monday when we'll be drinking these very same cocktails while we rejoice at the resplendent play of the San Francisco Giants as they dominate the rest of the National League on their charge to the NL West title, the National League pennant, and yet another World Series title. Until then... Matthew, cheers, my friend. Cheers, Ben. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Giant Cocktails Podcast. Until next time, bottoms up. <laughs>